0: Greetings, everybody. Welcome into another edition of the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Key Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and REP Suspension. Thank you for joining me. Special episode all about electric. Let's get electric. The Stark Varg finally here. Pre orders are being filled right now. Holy crap, it's here. A lot of guys I've been uh, hearing about getting their bikes lately, so uh, we went out to Glen Helen Raceway to test this thing, and of course, hey, if there's someone that has some experience with electric bikes, it's me. I was with Alta for uh, more than a couple years and started from the ground up with that company and uh, saw all of the trials and tribulations of that uh, whole brand and the redshift, so uh, I was really excited to try this Stark VARG, so we're going to dive into it. But first, let's pay some bills. RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, street bikes, low presses, unparalleled customer service, and FREE. Three-day shipping, over 75 bones. Please go to KieferIncTesting.com. Click on the only banner that's on my site Rocky Mountain ATV MC banner and then that just continue to uh, do your shopping over there and live your life and that just gives us a snippet a slice of what you guys are purchasing and helps us keep the show up and moving give you the information keeps us alive you guys doing that is like giving me blood and oxygen to our soul because we need it And uh, thank you for doing that. We really appreciate it. And it's a great brand. Rocky Mountain kicks ass, and uh, they have great prices, and they have a lot of shit in stock. So go to Rocky Mountain, check them out, and uh, click on that banner on our site. We thank you very much. And I guess you guys want to look cool, you can go to fxrracing.com, use the code KKMX35. That'll save you 35% off a set or two, or going big, go three sets, um, and that'll get you some um, moolah off of your purchase over there on fxrracing.com. Helium, Revo, podium, clutch, even six D FXR branded helmets. Um KKMX six D is the code on the helmet. And uh yeah, go visit them fxrracing.com. If you're a lady, you want to kick the the dude's asses, kicks the dude's asses. <laughs> You uh, have a special code right here, but I can't tell you. So email me, Chris, at com and I'll get you that code, and you can go kicks the dude's asses. Uh, REP suspension, hey, you guys want a better ride for your KTM? Trust me on this. Mark and the guys have kick-ass settings. They do a great job. They know this brand, Husqvarna Gas Gas KTM, very well. And even the Yamaha has... Spend lots of time with Mark on the Yamaha. So if you've got a new YZ450F2324, want to get your suspension done a little bit better, actually a lot better, um, get your bike more stable, go visit them. REPsuspension.com. Use the code KKREP. Send your stuff to Mark and the guys and live your life happy. Um, Your joints will thank you. You're what we call the Tuesdays over here at the Kiefer household. You race on Sunday. Tuesday is the most sore you feel. Well, you won't be as sore if you go to REP Suspension. Um, they'll take care of you and use that code to save yourself some money. So thank you to those sponsors right there. And, of course, all of our other sponsors right here on the show. Power Motorsports, Works Connection, LitPro, the Mini S. If you guys want to measure up, go to LitProLive.com and check out the Mini S. Blood Lubricants. 6D Helmets, brand new 2024 line of colors out right now, over at 6Dhelmets.com. Use the code Kiefer23, all caps, save yourself just over a hundred bucks on a 6D ATR2, and a new helmet is coming out soon. So excited about that! So stay tuned for that. International Vet Motocross Association um, or OldtimersMX.com. Races all over the West Coast. Great association if you're over the age of 30. Fun times with your buddies. Dunlop Motorsports. Best tire you can put on your machine, especially the Stark Varg. That's what I rode with MX34. Protaper.com. Yes, they are still in business. Yes, stock is a little low, but they will be having more stock here soon, so just chill down. It's coming. ScreenPrintingDone.com. Get some shirts done, hoodies, hats, whatever you want. You got a party. You got a bachelor party, bachelorette. You want some cool stuff made. Neil and the guys over there will take care of you at ScreenPrintingDone.com. Decal works the official graphic of Kiefering testing. Alpine Stars just got me a badass set of high-vis Tech 10 boots. 24 colors are out. Holy shit. Can't wait to wear those. I might wear those at the Millville Ride Day coming up. That would be sick. Uh, Oakley. Airbrake, best goggle out there. Thanks to Oakley for sponsoring this show. And PolySport Plastic, if you want to make your bike refresh, renewed. Go to Rocky Mountain, get a set of PolySport. And ETS Racing Fuels, holy hell, we have a code. Holy shit, we have a discount code. You want some racing fuel? God knows it's expensive as shit. We have a freaking code. Holy crap. Thank you, Kyle. I said something on the last show and he came through. So thank you to Kyle and ETS Racing Fuels. If you want the code, email me. In the subject line, just put ETS Racing Fuel code. I will get you that code. Save yourself some money. They do ship direct to your house. So that is awesome. Um, Aiden and I run the ETS Racing MX-18 fuel. But they have other fuel that's cheaper. Uh, Extra Blaze pump replacement fuel if you want to go gnarly. The stuff that Heather hates because it smells, but us racing guys love. MX21, really good. Lots of horsepower within that fuel. So thank you to ETS for uh, actually getting us a code. So, all right, so Stark Varg, we're here. We're here to stir some shit up about electric motocross machines. And if you're a hater, you might as well just uh, turn this podcast off right now because there's going to be a lot of positivity within this show. Um, Sure, we can sit here and debate all fucking day about combustion engines and why it's better and why you'll never change and screw electric, it's going to kill this, going to kill that. There's valid points to each side. I understand it. All all we're going to do on this show is tell you how it is to ride, if it's fun. I'm not going to sit here and say, hey man, you should ditch your motorcycle right now. Fuck that combustion engine and just go electric. I'm not going to do that. Why? Because for me, it's never going to replace that feeling, the smell, just everything about it. Right? Maybe if you grew up around electricity, Aiden did. I mean, Aiden started out on an Ausset little trials bike in the backyard. Maybe it's a little bit different for you, but for me, I'm been around gasoline and premix and all that. So. It's never going to replace it, but, man, holy shit, is it fun to ride. And I'm, I'm in on anything two wheels, period. If it has two wheels, I'm probably going to love it. Bicycles, dirt bikes, electricity, whatever it is, put two wheels on it, I'm going to have a good time. So I was expecting to have a good time on this because when I started with Alta back in the day, I was really skeptical, and <laughs> I will be completely transparent with you. Some days I would leave the house to go test the Altet and I would tell Heather, like, God bless, man. You had know where the life insurance is at. If I don't make it back, I love you. <laughs> Hope to see it when I get back in three days. Because it was scary at times. It would shut off. There's no warning. The thing would go in reverse. There's just a lot of weird shit that goes on with electricity. And they worked it all out. It got to be reliable, and I felt safe on it. But, again, trials and tribulations. There's a lot of things to go through when you want to make this thing a great product. So... To see the Stark Varg and to hear about it and all the things that people are saying about it, I was excited. Look, I missed the intro when it was back in Spain. Um, Only people that were vaxxed could go, and I wasn't vaxxed, and I, I didn't get to go. But nonetheless, I was really hoping that they'd bring this thing out here and let us test it, which they have. And we just had a chance to go to Glen Helen Raceway. I've taken the Alta to Glen Helen when I was doing testing, so I'm familiar with what it's like. Um, with the battery life, how long it lasts at Glen Helen, uh, the heat that can suck the battery life out. So I'm very familiar with things. So I thought Glen Helen would be a great test for this machine and to see what it's all about. So it got delivered uh, to us yesterday morning, and there's going to be a video up on Racer X. I also think there's going to be... A, Another little uh, banter between me and Nick Way because he joined me over on Pulp MX. Steve's going to do a little podcast about that, so that'll be fun. Uh, So there's a lot of information right here for Stark and the Varg and to tell you about it. But for me, uh, it does feel heavy. It's 255 pounds. The Alta was about 250 pounds. Um, But if I can just give you a quick synopsis of what it's like between the two, if you had a chance to ride the Alta... uh, It just feels like a more racier version of the Alta with more horsepower, more um, overall power everywhere, and a more quality feel, like fit and finish feel. Uh, Suspension is way better than the Alta as well as the chassis. So a lot of these things is like a computer. If you have a a 6- to 7-year-old laptop and you get a new one, it's the same thing. There's a lot of new things. It's faster. It's quicker. It's crisper. It's not any different in the electric motocross dirt bike world this is how I look at it um so the interface is pretty unique um it's a phone and when I first looked at it I just thought it was um uh, a unit that sit on top of you know the handlebars but as I've learned about it and you know and I had the the Alta engineer and the the rep there with me he says yeah it's a little release it's just a it looks like a Well, it is a Droid Stark phone, and everything is connected through this phone on your handlebars, which I asked him about. I go, okay, let me ask you a couple questions about this thing. This thing gets wet. Is it fucked? Nope. He says, I've actually power washed this bike uh, with the phone, not just spraying water right on the phone, but just to see what would happen. No problems. So there is some um, water capabilities from the phone and the unit on the handlebars look you're riding a motocross race it's muddy or you're out in the rain I don't think we have to worry I didn't have any uh, <laughs> uh, rain to test this thing out but coming from all um from the guys over at the Stark they said that you will not have to worry about condensation and water if you just happen to wash your bike on accident but don't do that take the phone out and wash it and uh you don't have to worry about all that so Using the interface, using the phone is very easy. Look, I'm not tech savvy. Uh, I didn't grow up starting my young life with computers. Um, I didn't start using all these stuff, this you know, technology until my 20s. Especially, I think for this bike, it's going to be mostly older gentlemen that have some money, disposable income. They're not very tech savvy. Maybe you are. But I would see like mostly the older generation buying this unit. It's $14,000 for the 80-horsepower uh, machine, and then they offer a 60-horsepower machine for $1,000 less. Um, if it was me, 60-horsepower one is plenty. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Um, we'll talk about the 80-horsepower setting, but I don't think you need that unless you're going the dunes or something. But, man, 80-horsepower is a lot. I'd take $1,000 off and run the 60-horsepower And have fun. Uh, But nonetheless, using the interface, um, switching the modes to what you want. There's five modes total, which is a hell of a lot more than the Alta was. And you can simply drag the bar if you want uh, 60 horsepower, 50 horsepower. Just drag it to where you want it. And you can drag it all the way to 10 horsepower, which is really cool. Me and Nick were talking about this. This means that your lady can get on it. It's not going to go ghost ride itself through the pits Um, a younger child you set it to 10 horsepower setting it's very mellow it's not gonna you know get whiskey throttle with any of these uh, beginner type riders hopping on it so there is some sense of responsibility from the owner to make sure there is a setting there i didn't ask stark and i'm sure they're going to call me or email me and tell me this but i am sure you can lock some of these modes if you are worried about hey I've got a beginner on this. I don't need him or her switching the modes to a 50 horsepower and then cartwheeling, cartwheeling down the the straightaway or ghosting it off a fucking cliff or whatever. So I'm sure there are lock modes that you can set in if you have someone that's going to ride it and you're away from that person. That is a nice feature. Never had that feature with Alta. You had an analog-looking map switch. That showed you which mode you were in, but now that I look back on some of that technology after riding the Stark, very analog feel. The Stark is very um, forward-driven. It's very, um, I guess, what I would like to say, more Apple-ish. You know, in uh, its generation, it's very um, new feel, and it just, it just has an easier time to get around on the interface. I was really worried about me being um, kind of lost, and I wasn't. So basic startup is simple. Um, you can turn on the unit with the red button on the side. There's a map switch. Basically, it's a red uh, button, and then there's an up or down switch, and then you turn on your phone, you power it on, and then you go to your Stark map, and just you know, go ahead and turn it on, and choose your map, and then go ahead and leave. So it's somewhat... Safe, I think kids could probably figure it out and, and leave, but again, it's up to the owner to be responsible of where they leave it and who they leave it with. So it is safe, but yet dangerous at the same time. Me and Nick were talking about this, like, uh, you know, Vincent, Nick's kid, and he has buddies that go ride, you know, these little electric bikes all over town. You know, he doesn't trust... Vincent's friends to you know keep Vincent safe cuz those things are fast as shit. So it's up to the owner to have some sense of responsibility of who they leave it with and what setting they leave it in because it could get in the wrong hands and then there could be a problem. So just no different than a dirt bike, right? You can start it and leave, so just be conscious of who you leave it with and know what maps you have. So um five different maps I chose to run a 50 horsepower, 55, 60, 65, and 70 to start with. I never went to 80 until later in the day. I'd feel like I didn't need 80 horsepower because obviously I ride a 450 and I'm anywhere between 60 to 65 horsepower, which is a hell of a lot for me. And I would assume most of you guys that are getting on this thing don't need 80 horsepower for what you're doing. So I don't know how much you're even going to touch that. But holy shit. There is a lot of adjustability. Uh, You can turn the engine braking down or up. Um, I was really curious about this because I had some of this feature in the Alta and you could switch maps with the Alta but it wasn't this easy as the Stark Varg. Um, So I started with around 60% engine braking which from what I've told is like a a four-stroke-ish type of engine braking. You can turn it down to make it a two-stroke-like feel. So... I experimented with horsepower and engine braking later in the day, and I decided for me 30 to 40% engine braking is nice, and that is more two-stroke-ish engine braking, maybe a little bit less. Um, it does help me in the air because with this Stark Varg, it feels front end heavy in the air. When you jump something and lit off the throttle, the front end does sink down uh, quicker or faster than a four-stroke does. So that is a sensation that you will have to get used to and adjust to. You just simply can't hop on this Stark and ride it like your 450. There is a little bit of difference between the four-stroke and the electric power. So from what I found, engine braking for me was nice about 30 to 40. And just to note, when you do rev it in the air, you can't just go all Barsha on the Stark VARG because you will loop out. It is very sensitive to throttle. So if you are a little low in the front off a jump, a little bit of, you know, rev in the air, will snap that front end up up fairly quick. It is very reactive in the air, way more than a normal combustion engine motorcycle. So that takes some time to get used to. I let Aiden ride it at the end of the day. He is, creamed his pants over it. He loved the damn thing. So he comes from electric power, he had the Alta here at the house for many years. He would dick around on that bike, loved it. We went trail riding from the house on the Altas when I had him. He had a great time. So he was out. I couldn't pull him off the damn thing. He loved it. So, But I left, you know, 60 horsepower there for him. But I also told him, like, hey, man, don't just go launching off a jump like you do your KX250 because it's a little bit more finicky in the air. He seemed to get it down really quick. So he had no problem jumping everything at Glen Helen, you know. I'll preface I'll preface this with like there wasn't a lot of jumps there. So when I say I jumped everything, he jumped everything, it's not like it's huge jumps or tabletops and small doubles. So there are some uh things you have to get used to, but fairly safe when you're riding it. Um I map I was in map one for most of the time. Simon and I for the racerex video were out there doing videos and, and stills, and I was in map one and it felt fast. And you're familiar with Glen Helen, they have a long start straight going to Talladega. I was like, dude, this feels, you know, almost as fast as a 450. I went to MAP2, and it feels like you put a a good ECU tune or a Vortex on a 450, and then you're at 55 horsepower, and you're like, holy shit, this thing really picks up and moves. It is a smooth delivery. It's not an on-off light switch that you would think of electric technology, but it does have, like, that power valve feel where it's kind of – once it starts to go, you're rolling out of a corner. It does have a hit after you're, um, you know, kind of 10 to 15, 20 feet out from the corner. Be ready because it'll fucking take off. It it moves. When I'm going up these hills behind 450s up Talladega, I was riding with my buddies David um, and Eddie, and I would come around this corner, and I would pull them up the hill. If they were in front of me, I would catch them maybe three bike links back from the hill This thing has enough power to catch 450s going up these hills. So you got to be ready and just consciously know, like, hey, this thing's going to start pulling me backwards on the motorcycle. So you have to be strong, um, even in a 50-horsepower mode. So if you guys are a little bit timid, start lower than that. I would maybe start you out at 40 horsepower. Ride a 250F type of power for a little bit. Work your way into it. You have five maps. You can screw around with it for, you know, all day if you need. Um, since I've had some previous previous, uh, time on electric technology, I just thought, you know, 50 horsepower is good to start with. And then I worked my way into the 60s. Honestly, I was in map three and four, and I tried it, and I'm like, "Mm, I'm fine with 55 to 60 horsepower. I think it has enough rear wheel traction. Um, I think when you go past 60 to 65, you lose a lot of rear wheel feel. You start breaking loose more. Sure, it's faster, but I don't think, me, if I'm worrying about lap times and fun factor, it's not any faster for me or more fun if I'm in 65 to 70 horsepower. Just, I don't think I need it, right? I feel like I have everything I want between 50 to 60 horsepower, and then that engine braking turned down to 30 to 40. So, it is nice to have a little bit more engine braking 50 to 60 when if you, or coming into corners, or if you're riding a hard-pack track, or maybe you're riding some off-road trails to get some more front-wheel feel. But for me, 30 to 40 engine braking is nice, and um, for me, 50 to 60 horsepower is plenty. I will say, I did try the 80 horsepower at the end of the day from the, the starting gate all the way up to Talladega, and, dude, it, it's it's not even fair Like, you would smoke 450s off a start. It's insane. Uh, It's so fast. My eyes were watering by the time I got to Talladega. So I don't need it. I'm out. I don't need that. It's nice to have, but I don't need it. So um, for me, going to maybe the lower version of the Stark Varg is plenty for me. I would have fun and wouldn't spend as much money. And you have the option. That's the beauty. If you ever want to upgrade to your 80 horsepower and you have the 60 horsepower version they'll They'll add that for you it's a It's a simple app update or an update they can do from their end, and there you go. Another really cool feature is like if you have a problem with the stark, they can figure it out from where they are in Spain or or the offices of wherever the offices are. They can figure it out and diagnose so I'll give you a snippet. I had a little problem during the day. it shut off on me in a corner. I slammed the rear brake on to pivot, and then I had no throttle. There was nothing there so again. To show you how easy it was for me to work, I was out on the track by myself. I sat there, turned the phone off, turned the unit off, rebooted it, and then it worked. Well, came back and told the Stark rep what happened. He uh, texted the guys in Spain. They connected to the motorcycle, looked at it, figured it out. I went back out and had no problems the rest of the day, but that's how quick it is to diagnose problems. Um, Sure, if you're mechanically inclined, on a Normal combustion engine, you can figure it out, but I think it's nice to have that option and you're connected to the factory and then they can update anything you want. If you want to add or take away or if you have a problem, they can fix it. They can say, okay, here's what's going on. And from what I've heard, the customer service is really good from Stark. Um, I've had a guy that had a problem with his. He sent his... One of his pieces back, and he got it back within a week, and he was ready to go. And if you do have a problem, I've heard guys saying, Hey, man, I ex- actually called customer service. They figured it out. You can go straight from the app, and you can have uh, someone to talk to through that through your phone. So there's just a lot of cool features that you don't really get when you buy a combustion engine. Again, I'm not 100% in the know on everything you can do with this unit. I'm just giving you what I feel is the benefits to having an electric dirt bike in your fleet. I don't think that would be the only one I would have, but it would be cool to have one in my shop that I can just go take off on and and mess around on. Two things I wanted to note about the start. Sure, you can hear tires. You can hear you skidding across the dirt and things like that. But from the Alta, I hear way less of things moving and turning, um, the Stark is just a more quality feel. I don't hear plastic shifting and creaking. I just hear the rubber on the dirt, and that's it, and the chain slap a little bit. But, man, compared to the Alta, it's very quiet. So that was really cool. If you're coming from a combustion engine, just hearing the tires flex and and the chain slap, you'll get used to that. Um, Honestly, when I went back and forth from... Uh, YZ450F to the Stark. It was kind of weird to get back on the YZ450F after you know riding the Stark pretty much all day. And some of the benefits that I noticed going back and forth from a 450, man, I can corner way better on the Stark than I can on my YZ. There's less shit to do. I don't have to shift. I don't have to use the clutch. Um, I can simply just work on my technique. And that's the other thing is I like to think about where my feet are, my elbows are, where my head's at. And I can think a lot more on the Stark VARG versus like versus on my YZ450F or any combustion engine motorcycle. It like relaxes me more to where I can pay attention on where my body's at on the motorcycle with combustion engine. There's a lot of noise, right? So maybe I'm disturbed by the noise and I can't really concentrate on where my body's at because I'm always constantly trying to hammer and you're listening to the engine, but man on electric motorcycles, you can really focus in on technique. So, I think it's a great tool. If you have some money and you're rich, hell, work on your technique on the Stark Varg and then put that over to your other motorcycle, your combustion engine motorcycle that you have. I think that is a great way to become a better rider if you can afford it. Obviously, I can't, but some of you listen, you can. And if you want to become a better rider... This electric technology that we're seeing, it's going to make us better riders. Honestly, I think it'll keep us safer on our other, on other motorcycles. And I, I had this discussion with Aiden. I go, how is it with your technique? He's like, dude, I can feel my feet better. And I'm like, what do you mean feel your feet better? He's like, I don't know. He's like, I can just feel where my feet are at on the pegs more. I can pay attention. And he's like, and then I was watching him ride. He's hopping. He's jumping over bumps. He's, you know... He looks good on a bike anyway, but man, I can really see he's focusing on his technique more than he was on his KX250. So to me, that's a plus. I like that because that's going to keep him safer, and he's having fun doing it. Sometimes when you're out there trying to focus in on technique on your normal motorcycle, (laughs) it's hard to do for one, and two, sometimes you get frustrated because you can't do it because – Uh, The engine noise, and you got a downshift, and all these things that you have to do on a normal bike. Well, coming into corners on a Stark, it it feels light. It doesn't feel like 255 pounds. Like, it feels like a 230-pound motorcycle. That's my electric bike sound. Hey, we'll be right back. We're going to do some commercials. Seven minutes of your life. Save yourself some money. There's discount codes within these commercials. And uh, we'll be right back with the Stark Varg review. ScreenPrintingDone.com My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com This is a t-shirt You can get anything you want on that t-shirt I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly Your business name That's my business Your kid's name Oh, Billy Your favorite phrase, like, let's go, buddy Or free jailbirds I agree Anything at all Screenprintingdone.com. T shirt printing business. Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free T shirts. That's what I'm talking about! Screenprintingdone.com. I know it's tough sometimes, guys. What engine oil should I run? What weight? Synthetic or non synthetic? It's tough. But, you guys, I've been running blood lubricants for about two and a half years now. I've had great results. You guys are looking for some great oil. The Barracuda Blood Series 1040 is what we run in all of our test bikes here. Um, it's specifically formulated for the most brutal racing conditions on earth. Look, heat, high humidity, silt, mud, whatever you got, this Barracuda Blood 1040 can handle it. 1040 is a great weight for most motocross and off-road machines, even though maybe your Uh, owner's manual says run 530 or 1050 to me 1040 is a great weight check it out barracuda blood series um it's been through baja 1000 the 500 mint 400 vegas torino all of our test bikes here 100 synthetic oil it's great stuff uh you put it in and i run about two and a half engine hours i take it out and man it still comes out pretty damn clean so You can use the code Kiefer at checkout over at bloodlubricants.com. Save yourself 25% off a case of oil. They have all different kinds of stuff. They have suspension oils. They've got sprays, chain lubes, whatever it is for oil-related stuff for your off-road motorcycle. Check out bloodracing.com. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, Uh, Brake calipers, Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, that'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts, I mean, I help him as well, but he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check him out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar, but yet I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there. That actually flexes. So go check them out. Protaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Bend on my Yamahas. There is a brand new bend that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend. And that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So Protaper.com. They have race cut grips. They have sprockets. They have chains. All different kinds of things. Go check them out. Protaper.com. You guys want to go check out the new 2023 Yamaha YZs? Thinking about buying one? Or maybe a two-stroke? The new YZ 450F is narrower, more compact, and lighter. It's built to do one thing, go faster. Don't worry, the old tried-and-true 2023 YZ 250F. No changes for 2023, but still the great, same, shootout-winning 250F. And it's all over at Power Motorsports. Go check them out. Get your new Yamaha from the number one Yamaha dealership in the USA. The pros at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it here. That's right. The one and only Kiefer Tested Podcast. Call or text 503-769-8888 and ask for the power price. I don't even care where you're at in the USA. Maine, California, Florida, Washington, just go visit them, powermotorsports.com or hit me up, Chris at keyforinktesting.com, and I'll get you in touch with the guys over there at Power and let you go rip around on your new scooter. So fun. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and stupid. <laughs> Time. Why you punish me? Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times, you can reach your full potential. And of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris at keyforinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription. And then you're on your way to improve your lap times, get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text, who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? LitPro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate. And uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, Chris at KieferIncTesting.com. Go to Lip Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time, how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. You like to go ride? Are you over the age of 30 like myself? Well, guess what? There's an association where you can go racing and you have a great time. Five motos over the complete weekend. You can go to oldtimersmx.com, but they're going to change their name to International Vet Motocross Series. You can check them out here very soon, but several races over several months all over the western United States. It's going to be a fun time, and let me tell you guys, I just went racing last week, and it is a great time. If you haven't been out racing in quite some time, and you're an older gentleman or a lady, they have plenty of classes for you. There's people out there that enjoy riding and racing dirt bikes just like yourself, but hey, you got to go do it. You got to go check them out right now. Go to oldtimersmx.com. But again, we're going to change our name up to IVMX International Vet Motocross Association. So go look for them. And if you have any questions about the series, hit me up, Chris at keyforinktesting.com, and we'll get you out there and having some fun, and get some gate drops. All right, we're back. wasn't so bad. Seven minutes, and it's on with the Stark Barg um, lighter flop in into the corner, lots of traction, you know, on that 50 to 60 horsepower mode, lots of rear wheel feel, um, easy to hop and jump over things. That kind of thing is the same when it comes to uh, comparing combustion versus this bike. Like, there's a lot of uh, knuckles on top of jumps yesterday at Glen Helen, and I can just simply loft my front end over uh, the top of the jump where the knuckle was and just kind of, yeah. oh, I'm not, I can't make it. Okay, that's what it did, and it just felt like a normal um, combustion engine, like just kind of wheeling over. And the chassis is so balanced. Um, That's one thing Nick Way was saying. He's like, I couldn't get over how good the suspension the chassis felt. Um, The chassis feels so balanced. It never wants to, like, dive too hard in the corner with the engine breaking down. And so it stays pretty flat. There was one section at Glen Helen where after the finish line you had to make a right and there was like a little double that was right out of a corner, but you had a, an option. There was an inside-outside option. And on the inside, the berm was kind of blown out, and you had to tiptoe around the inside and kind of get on the gas to jump right out this double right out of the corner. And I was doing it on my YZ450F, but I really had to be careful. I didn't have to respect it as much on the Stark because I had more traction, and it laid over in the corner nice, and I didn't have to worry about that rear end breaking loose up the face of this jump because there were some ruts in it and they were hard and you know how you can come up to some of those uh, sections and then your rear wheel slides up into one side of the rut your front wheels in the other and then that just goes bad well it never had that with the stark so ease of movement around the track is better on electric i can move down up blown out line you know change directions a lot easier on an electric motorcycle and just overall feeling on the bike, I feel like you have more freedom on the electric technology. Um, so the downside, look, it's not rocket science. Us dirt bike guys want to stay out and have a good time for a long time. That's not going to happen with electric technology yet. Um, Glen Helen saps battery life because you're sucking the battery going up these hills. Uh, it wasn't that deep, but the deeper the dirt, sure, the... The warmer the battery gets, and it sucks life quicker. I do appreciate that you can actually touch the battery casing around the Stark. It never burns you. It's never hot. You don't have to worry about any kids coming up and touching it. Um, It's not warm. But no matter what, heat kills batteries. No matter what. So inside of that casing, if the battery gets warm, even with this liquid-cooled technology that Stark has, it's going to suck the life out of the battery depending on how much you use the throttle. Um, It does regenerate on engine braking. So if you do turn your engine braking up off throttle, it does charge the battery, which is very cool. Alta didn't have that. You turn the uh, the engine braking down 30% like I had, it doesn't regenerate the battery as much. But if you're trail riding and let's say, hey, man, I'm going down this hill, turn your engine braking or that map to up and then coast your way down, you're charging your battery effectively, right? But is it that much? No, but at least it's doing it. But I will say this. I did about an hour's worth of video and stills with Simon Cudby, and I had 50% battery. Um, again, rat or z- 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 sections of the track and then I came back and did about six laps which is a normal local moto for Glen Helen and then I had about 23 percent battery so I, I didn't do a moto to really tell you guys this is exactly what I got out got out of it but average in two 205 lap time six so it's about you know let's just say I call it a 13 14 minute moto um I would expect, you know, if I had 52% or whatever on the battery, did a 13-minute moto, now I'm down to 22%, 23%. I would assume 20-minute moto, 25-minute moto is not out of the question for this unit at Glen Helen at my speed. So VET Pro speed, 25 minutes. So slower, guys, you're on the VET track, you're probably no problem for 30 minutes. Um, So... Yes, that is still a problem for me in the long term. I would like to have, if you can guarantee me two 30-minute motos and I can go home, I'm in. That would be great. Um, Do I want to haul a generator around? Do I want to haul a 50-pound stand around to recharge? No, I don't. You know, I'm old, I'm stubborn, I, I like what I like. But if you can give me some more life eventually and I can do those things, no problem. If you have access to charge your motorcycle and you want to hang out, then there should be no problem for you to have a great time for a long time. I just like to ride a long time during the day, and having electric technology kind of kills that for me a little bit. Um, It is fun to ride with other gas-powered motorcycles, but you got to be careful, man. We forget when we're on this electric Technology, they can't hear us. Like I screwed and and yelled at my friends so many times, and they're like, "Dude, I can't hear you." you scared the shit out of me. So when you are around gas powered motorcycles, make sure they you know they know that you're there. I've a couple times yesterday at Glen Hill, I went hey hey hey, just so that you know I'm there. Hey man, I'm I'm on your left. I'm on your left. You can say it. Just like when you're road biking, hey on your left, or you know. Glass on the right or whatever the hell you guys say. It's similar to I would to keep yourself safe and them to let them know. You might piss some people off. <laughs> I'm not going to lie because <laughs> these gas power dudes aren't used to people yelling at them. Hey, man, on your left, you're like, what in the fuck? Where is this guy coming from? A lot of that happened yesterday when I wrote it. So something you're going to have to get used to. A lot of new things with electric technology, but man. I'm going to tell you guys one thing. It is fun. If you guys think it's not fun, then you're crazy. It's a different kind of feel, and for me, that is more fun. I've been riding dirt bikes 30 years. Riding a dirt bike that is different, that takes a little bit of different feel and technique and things that I normally do on a motorcycle, I need to change that a little bit. To me, that is a fun time. We've ridden gas-powered motorcycles for how long? it's nice to mix it up a little bit. If I can relate it into something easy for you guys to learn, let's say you've been married to your wife 25, 30 years, and she's like, you're free to do what you want. You have a hall pass, and you go do something different. That's fun. That could be fun. I would say 99% of us don't get to do that, but in the world of motorcycling, we're getting to do that. So that is a fun thing for me as a, a guy who's been riding 30 years. Holy shit, man. It is fun to ride. It's a different feeling which is is exciting. We should be careful on hating about thing hating on things that are new in our sport. Why not have options? Do I agree that everything needs to go to electric technology? No, I'd be pissed. I don't want that either. I want to have a choice. Like we like choices, but when we do have choices, let's let's slow our roll a little bit to hate on it. Before we just you know, before we judge it, let's ride it and feel it and see what the, the company's direction is. Alta was really all about we're here to compete against gas powered motorcycles. I don't think Stark Stark's vision is completely one hundred percent that. I'm just thinking that, hey, sure, we're gonna compete against gas powered motorcycles, but here's an option for you guys. We're just proving to you that this is an option. For you gas-powered diehards that this could be, you know, something that you might like. I think that is a better way to market your brand, and I think Stark is going about that. Alta, I felt like, did it the wrong way. We're like, everything's going electric. Here's what you should ride. You don't have to change your riding style. You don't have to do anything. This is exactly what you need, and you can just seamlessly go from your gas-powered bike to our bike. No, you can't. There's new things about riding these electric bikes you're going to have to learn. you got to respect it in a way, and then there's some things that you can not have to worry about as much as a gas-powered bike. So overall, very, very fun time for me. Do I have $14,000 to spend? No. If I was riding a motorcycle and that's the only thing I had and I had to choose a Stark, would I be bummed? Yes, a little bit I would be because I still prefer gas-powered motorcycles. And there's a lot of reasons. We just went over. I can ride a longer time. I'm used to how I ride that motorcycle. But if these prices go down, battery technology goes up, there would be absolutely an electric motocross machine in my shop because I don't do anything else. For fun, this is what I do. I don't go on vacations. I don't play golf. I I don't fucking do anything. This is what I do for fun. I ride dirt bikes. And I don't give a shit if it's electric or if it's gas-powered. If it's fun, I'm in. I think it's fun. I think Stark's on something. I hope they stick around. I hope they don't bounce out of our sport. I hope they continue to evolve battery life. Battery life's going to get better. I mean, look at Tesla. Look how long we can go driving a car. They forced other manufacturers to make their batteries and their cars better. I think Stark is on its way to do that. Honda has come out with their electric bike. I don't know much about it, but you know, I think it's going to raise everyone's level to have us consumers have more fun, and I'm in for that. So I just want an option. Don't force me into a corner with all electric technology. I want an option, and Stark is an option, so I'm stoked. Um, thank you, the guys over at Stark, for letting me ride it. I hope they say I can get one for a long-term test. I would love to do that. And give you some more durability facts. Because I don't have that right now. And for me, that is one big um piece of the pie when it comes to purchasing a motorcycle. Sure, it's fun for an hour, two hours, Chris, whenever you wrote it, but how is it living with it for six months? Is it falling apart? Can I order parts? You know? What's what's available? Is it a pain in the ass for me? You know, we can sit here and say electric technology is less maintenance. Sure on paper there is um i think it's cool that stark has um maintenance intervals for each portion of their motorcycle and you can get that on your app i think that's going to be available soon so us idiots oh man we got to change um you know this this gear oil on the side of the you know engine or sorry this battery or whatever i don't fucking know what it is i'm just giving you an example or you know we got to change the coolant that runs through to cool the battery at you know, this app or this phone will tell you, hey, man, you're at 40 hours. You need to change this. That's cool because, you know, us idiots that have gas-powered bikes, we just run it until the wheels fall off. So nice to have that pop up every now and again on your phone or just when you before you get to ride it. Be like, hey, man, you're at 42 hours. You're two hours overdue on this X maintenance program. So that kind of stuff is cool. You, uh, I mean, I would just say this. I don't think. Us motorcycle diehards are super uh, intelligent human beings. I feel like we have a little bit of dumb in us. I know I do. And we like to be outside. We like to feel and we like to have fun. And we're adrenaline junkies. So having a little bit of uh, <laughs> of reining us in on our maintenance schedule is nice. But I don't know much about that because uh, I don't have one for long term. So hopefully that will change. And uh, they'll start dispersing some of these motorcycles to uh, the media and we can ride the shit out of them because if they gave me one, I can tell you what, we would rack up the hours real quick because we do a lot of riding over here and we ride the shit out of that thing because that's how fun it was. So um, any questions about this unit, hit me up. Chris at com. I will try to help you. Again, I only got about an hour. I don't know a whole hell of a lot, but um, what I said on this this podcast is uh, the truth, and this is how I feel. And But maybe if I didn't cover something, hit me up, and I'm happy to answer your questions. Our door is open to you. And uh, look forward to riding more electric bikes here in the future. Uh, if you want to get some merchandise, head over to our shop or hit up Heather at KieferIncTesting.com. That helps us out as well. And looking forward to some more tests. We got a lot of stuff coming on. Busy season is here. 2024 motorcycles as well. as We're doing a lot of modified stuff um, over on racerxonline.com and offroadunderground.com. I'm helping Simon a little bit uh, with some off-road since we don't do that over on RacerX. Um, So I'm trying to hit uh, every nail out there that you guys want hit. Um, As always, um, our door is open. Please support our advertisers, our sponsors. They are great products, great people, and they'll treat you right and get your bike Uh, feeling a little bit better. So don't forget about those people and support them. And we'll see you on the next show.